ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Sister Miriam, how y'all doing today? We are well, thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good to hear your voice. Hey, everybody, welcome. Yeah. We're right on time. Welcome, everybody. We're going to get started. Your show will go live in five seconds. Here we go. Four, three, two, one. Thank you, Blog Talk. Blog Talk Radio. That's our cue. Today is uh, Monday, November 20th, 2023. Welcome aboard. Hope you all had a good weekend out there. And uh, we're excited to be back with Dr. Ron and Miriam Cohen. RonCohen.org is the website. Would you all like to open us up in prayer? I will do that. And we've got a good word today right from the mouth of Jesus. Amen. Okay in my glasses here. Okay, thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for your magnificent word that has the anointing and power to bring healing and deliverance in Jesus' name. Lord, we bless our broadcast and our receiving of this word in all of our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless our Shannon. Amen. And his one family. How y'all doing Thank over there? You. We are well. It's been uh, beautiful weather here, springtime, although that's completely unseasonal. Thanksgiving coming up in two days. It should be cold here. Or cooler anyway. <laughs> so uh, the whole weather systems uh, worldwide are in a mix of a change. I don't necessarily call that global warming. It's in a midst of a change. Here they kind of call it El Nino, El Nino, uh, winds that are taking cold Arctic air and then warm air up and around. So, okay, and how are you doing on your broadcast there? Hey, doing good, doing good. Everything's okay. Uh, everything's okay, and um, looking forward to Thanksgiving this week. I've still got to go find oh. me some stuffing, but I know it's somewhere here in Bali. I'm going to find some. Well, I just made two big platters of stuffing Friday night <laughs> in a cooking class. Oh, wow. So I've got stuffing, now I have to find a turkey. So, amen, I need to find an eagle. An eagle. No more turkeys. We're now going after eagles. 
That's right. No way. <laughs> we're soaring. We're not eagles. No, but we're soaring off the ground. Okay, Shannon, we are going to continue with uh, Jesus, Yeshua's prayer, his last prayer. Uh, we're going to pick up around John 16. Um, we've been doing this every Sunday night now for months on our program, and there's so much richness in here that we can talk about today and uh, really ask all to just receive what God is saying. So thank you again for that, Lord. So I want to do a little review from what we picked up on, uh, was it last week or the week before? We were reading John 14 and 15 together. And you know, it says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. Well, I didn't realize, but there are four witnesses, four words here, four passages right in the same chapters or so that Jesus is telling us. And I believe we need to really start to act on it. So, amen. So let's, let's, let's just open up in a way, uh, John 14, I'll do some review here. So Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father. Now, we all want to come and fellowship with the Father. We shared a few weeks ago about the mysterium, the mystery that God revealed to Paul, and it's now available for all of us. And the three parts of that mystery was the mysterium, is the new creation in Christ. Again, we said over and over again, God does not renovate you when you get born again. You are to die to your old self and be hidden in him and come out completely new. Bara, the, the word for create. God will create you brand new when you get born again. One of the problems that the church has had for all of these years is we try to renovate the old nature. We try to clean it up with the blood of Jesus, with counselings and therapies and all things, you know, to fix up your past. When Jesus said, let your past die, it's in the past. It doesn't exist anymore. Let your past die and live a brand new creation in Christ. That's part one. Part two of the Mysterium is that we can have fellowship with the Father. We can come boldly before the throne of grace, Hebrews 4, and receive grace and mercy. Well, nowhere in the Old Testament would any high priest come boldly into the Holy of Holies. They would fear their life. Come boldly into the Holy of Holies to try to fellowship with the Father. It would not happen. But because of the resurrection of Jesus, we now have fellowship with the Father. And uh, But again, like we just read in verse 6, but no one comes to the Father except through me, says Jesus. And the last part of the mysterium, the three parts, is it includes Jews and Gentiles. 
So all peoples, all people groups, all nations are welcome to come in through the blood of Jesus. Now, no one comes to the Father except through me. Well, Jesus says he is the door. What I have seen or felt, so many of us are standing at a door and looking at the door. And that, why keep gazing at a door when Jesus comes through, because comes through the door. So we are to come through him into fellowship with the Father. So thank you, Lord, for making that so real to us today, Lord, that we can have fellowship with our Father God and that we are now children, sons of God, adopted into the kingdom. Amen. What do I have there? Okay. Now, if you have known me, you would have known my father also. Now, from now on, you know him and have seen him. Now, we go down to verse 12, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. And that, believe me that I am in the father and the father is in me, says Jesus. Or else believe me for my work's sake. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will I do, because I go to the Father. Now, here's, here's a key verse here that we're going to do four times in the next two chapters. <coughs> and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And ask westward is demand. If you put a demand on anything in my name, that I will do. There's also no qualifications here. It doesn't say, Shannon, after you've been saved for 30 years, you can now do this. Or only for those who've been through Bible school and have a degree can do this. Or only pastors in five-fold ministry can do this. No, no qualifications. It's for every believer at any time. They can put a demand on the name of Jesus for anything that they need to be manifested. That includes healing, deliverance, prosperity, everything you need for life and godliness. And F, St. Peter 2, 20, uh, 1, 3, everything you need for life and godly, God, Jesus has already provided for us. Now, if we go over to, uh, let's, let's do this again, um, chapter 15, verse 17 if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. Okay, there it is again, the same words, same verses. These things I have spoken that my joy, says Jesus, may remain in you and that your joy may be full. In that and then we go uh, down to verse uh, 516. You did not choose me, 
but I chose you and appointed you. And I think reading that so many times this past weeks, I say, you know, how many people said, oh, I chose the Lord. Well, you didn't really choose the Lord. He chose you and you accepted it. And that I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit and that your fruit will remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will, he will give you. Well, there it is three times. Now we go to chapter 16. And uh, let's see where we had it here. Come on, Ron. Uh, 16, okay. And uh, verse 23, 24. And in that day you will ask me nothing. But as surely I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. That's four times in two chapters. Do you guys, do, do you get the picture? <laughs> and that, and, and I realized how many have fallen short of that verse where Jesus is putting it right out in front of us, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. And that I remember in Bible school, you know, they would say, if you can find two verses that agree with each other, that's a witness, so it shall be, going all the way back to the Old Testament and such. Well, here it is in John 14, 15, 16. We've got four witnesses that Jesus is saying without qualifications. Now, I will qualify it and say you must be asking according to his will. I don't think you should be asking for death or sickness or disease or such and that. But it doesn't even say that. I think we should know that. But it doesn't even say. No qualifications. If you ask anything according to his, not according to his, if you ask anything in my name, says Jesus, ask the Father. It'll be done for you. I will do it. He will do it. It'll happen for you. One of the things that I personally feel is we ask too little. You ask for your next meal, that's okay. You ask for your rent or mortgage to be paid, that's okay. Uh, Lord, I need a parking space. Lord, help me find a parking space. Well, that's all okay, that's good. But why don't we ask bigger? Psalm 2 says, ask God for the nations. 90 seconds. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, Lord, I do ask even this day for nations, and that I thank you that you have provided for all of our needs, and that in First uh, First Second Peter one three, we do have food on our table. We have our rent paid for this month, or your mortgages. I, most of you have gas that you need for your car. Um, I don't think too many people are struggling for a parking space right now. But let's ask bigger. Lord, I ask, Father, even for the nations in the Middle East that are going through all this turmoil. Lord, and we know how bad it is. Our kids are over there in the IDF. We, we know what's going on. But, Lord, I ask in the midst of this war, 
that Israelites would turn their hearts to Yeshua will look for the for God the person of God not just a religious thing not just a religious rote prayer but will really say we need the, the personage of the father we need the son in Israel the Messiah in Israel and Lord for those in Gaza Lord the Palestinians Lord and even the Hamas they are all children of God because they have life and everything with life comes from God so as long as they are alive they still have a portion of God in them Lord people in Hamas Lord must have been so brainwashed so terrorized so uh, broken in a way to do what they've done but Lord let them turn to the Messiah Lord, let the Palestinians turn to the Messiah and call on God to end this war not Allah Allah is not God it's a moon idol that's not God and don't confuse it I know many think that Allah is the same as Yahweh it is, is not but let them turn to the real God Lord so many in Iran now are having visions of this man in white coming to them well the man in white is Jesus is Yeshua manifesting himself now Lord not through uh, not through testimonies not through preaching but through divine revelation manifesting Lord let that continue in Iran Lord in Syria in Jordan in Lebanon Lord in Iraq Lord and all through Palestinian nations and Egypt Lord let the Messiah come forth bring them forth father in Jesus name so Lord I do ask for nations to turn around in the midst of this situation and Lord even for our nation here in America Lord bring revelation to the young people in this nation the need for the Messiah a need for a godly nation to come forth Lord in the education system and the political system Lord put an end father to this insanity in Jesus name I ask that and then I Lord ask for even for our friend Shannon and his ministry and the broadcastings all the needs to be met there in Jesus name his housing his family Lord his future Lord that your calling and gifting will come to pass Lord you will be bearing fruit and Lord I thank you that you say that his fruit will remain Lord that for Miriam and I that our fruit will remain the work that we're doing feeding children Lord and every month in Haiti and Rwanda and Pakistan Lord our fruit will remain the children that we put through school many years ago Lord in Nigeria Lord in Kenya Lord that they're now grown adults with families Lord thanks to those that have donated to help these young people go through real schools Lord I thank you fruit is remaining in our life according to your word and in the midst of this father 
Jesus said that my joy may remain in you. Joy is not a feeling. Joy is not an emotion. Joy is an entity. Joy is a person that comes to reside in, in you, in your life. When Jesus says, my joy resides, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Again, that's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's not an energy. It's not a wave. Amen. It's not some kind of meditational bliss. It's the entity of joy that God, Jesus says, let it remain in you. And that so that your joy will be full. Amen. So even right now, Father, we lift up our hands to the heavenlies and we just speak out. I receive your joy. Jesus, I receive your joy. Jesus, Jesus says, joy. my joy, my joy remain in you. Doesn't even say the Father, my joy. So, Lord, I receive we receive the joy of the Lord this day in Jesus' name. And then such an important verse. And that's, I have to call you back. I'll call you back. Thank you. And that, um, so Jesus says in John fourteen twenty seven, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give to you. So do not allow. That's a command. Do not allow. You have control of your emotions. Do not let your heart be troubled, anxious, or afraid. I've said for many years now, especially since COVID, make no agreement with fear. Do not make agreement with anxiety. Once you agree with anxiety, it will run rampant and take over, take over your life, your emotions, your feelings, your mind, your thoughts. And it's it's a false, it's, it's a lie. It's not from God. Do not allow it to happen in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let's see what we got. So, Lord, you said receive your joy. Now you're saying receive your peace. Again, peace is an entity. It's not a feeling. It's not a drug. It's not an addiction. It's it's not uh, you know any kind of pharmacopoeia. It's not alcohol. It's the person of peace. And that. And who is this person of peace? Who is this person of joy? Verse 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. So this person of peace, this person of joy is the person of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh. The spirit of holiness, which the Father has sent to every one of us in Jesus' name. So I just say again today, receive then the promise of the Holy Spirit. 
received the promise of the Holy Spirit. The Father has sent it already. He sent it on Pentecost 2,000 years ago. That person of the Holy Spirit, that person of joy, Lord, we lift up our hands and receive again. Amen. Lord, I receive again an infilling, a fullness of the person of the Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Yes, I like all this. You know, and this is, you know, Shannon, sometimes people come to me and that and they'll say, well, Brother Ron, um, I, I don't really agree with, uh, with some of your teaching here. And I'll say, well, what scripture don't you like? All we've done here is read the scripture. Nothing personal, nothing, no, we're not talking about history, we're not talking about economy or current events, just the word of God. Well, verse 26, 15, 26, but when the helper, the parakletos, the one who comes alongside of you to help you, the comforter, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father. Now look at that. Again, some people think that the Holy Spirit is from Jesus. And that Jesus says it's from the Father. He will testify. He will he will talk. He will agree with me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginnings. Okay. Now, last night we were starting in chapter 16. So let's look into that again today. This is good stuff. I like this. Such powerful stuff. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. And the anointing is embedded in the word. People ask for anointing. God, give me more anointing. I need more unction. Well, here it is. It's in his word. And for this word to become active in your life, speak it out. Testify it. Agree with it. Speak it out over your life. Read it. Um, you know, we have uh, the declarations that God has said for you. Just very simple. Uh, I think it's 14 or 15 declarations uh, nicely printed out in, in color. Uh, I have these hanging around. I've texted it out to people. Anyone would like a copy of that, just email me and I'll be glad to text it to you. The declarations that God has said about you in Ephesians. Now, if God has said that he has blessed me with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus, what do I do with that? I agree with it then. I have to agree with it, and then I have to speak it out myself. So thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Ephesians 1.3, that you have blessed me with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus, which means I am not lacking today in any spiritual blessing. You have blessed me with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, I receive it. I speak it out. I believe it. I agree with it. So then, and this is important, if I agree with that, that God has provided all of my needs, if he has blessed me with every spiritual blessing, then I cannot speak lack and poverty. I can't undo what Jesus just said he did for me. 
thank you, Lord, I'm so needy today. Lord, I, I don't have, this is so wrong, so bad. Lord, I, I don't see it, and you haven't given it. And Jesus said, I've given it to you. Just receive it, speak it out, ask God to reveal it to you. So these things are very, they're simple, you know. And again, these words of Jesus in John uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, they're not qualified. He didn't say, once you get your Bible school doctorate, you can understand this. Or if you've been saved long enough, if you've been to the right church, you would understand this. This is to every believer, every one of us. And Jesus was talking to a multitude around him. And I don't think they were all Bible school graduates. I don't think they were all in church. There wasn't even church yet. And that the Ecclesia has not yet formed. They're still in the Old Testament Bible uh, uh, religion there. So Jesus is trying to break people free from the religious spirit. Now, chapter 16. These things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. If Jesus said, I've given all of these things, we just went over in that. Just went over all of these verses, these words, these promises. I've given them to you so you won't fall, so that you won't stumble, you won't be lacking. And from in time, yes, it's coming that I'll put you out of synagogues. Well, however that would apply today, and that whoever kills you thinks that he's offering God service. Well, boy, I've been hearing that all over uh, different countries and people groups right now in the past weeks. You know, um, <laughs> you know, to whoever their God is, they're thinking they're doing their God a service and that. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. So again, we need to really move in the love of God, even as Jesus did on the cross in pain, agony, and death right in front of them. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Lord, Father, forgive the Hamas. Lord, forgive Hezbollah. Lord, forgive, Lord, the Palestinians. Lord, forgive the Israelites. They do not know what they are doing. They don't have God's picture of all of this. And especially when they have not known the Father nor me, says Jesus. And that any foreign religions that do not know God the Father do not know Jesus, are going to fall in great deception, and they will think that killing a believer is giving God service. Well, we know that happened for several hundreds of years after the resurrection of Jesus, and it's even there to this day. Now, 16.4, But these things I have told you that when time comes, you remember that I told them to you. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go to him, that's the Father. I go back to the Father who sent me. 
And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart because I told you I'm going away. But don't be sorry, because if I, if I don't go, the Comforter, the Paracleta, the Holy Spirit can't come to you. And you won't be able to receive then all that God has for you. Now, 16.17. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper, Paracleta, the Comforter, the Spirit of Holiness, will not come, will not be able to come. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. And of judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. That's a very complicated verse in a sense. Many theologians have written their thoughts on that. Um, just want to read something here, though, uh, from the Passion Translation, in that um, this is uh, Brian Simmons, in that um, on verse uh, 1611. In essence, sin, righteousness, and judgment are related to three persons. Sin is related to Adam, for it was through Adam that sin entered humanity, Romans 5.12. Righteousness is related to the Christ, because it comes through him. He has become our righteousness, 1 Corinthians 1.30, our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. And that. Uh, so Jesus is now our righteousness. We put on him. We put on the cloak and the coat and the covering, the robe of righteousness to stay. And judgment is related to Satan. For the pure works of God brings judgment to the works of Satan. Now, if you do not embrace Christ's judge righteousness, you will share in Satan's judgment. If you do not embrace the righteousness of Christ, you can fall under then the judgment of Satan. Okay, here it is again, of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. The Greek word for truth is reality, not doctrine. I tell you the reality. Not I'm telling you a doctrine. It's the application of truth that matters in our lives, not superficial knowledge. Now, these are these are really big statements, big things. I'm thankful, Shannon, that I get to share these several times a week in our different programs. Yes. I can share here in the States, I share it in Germany. Uh, generally on Monday afternoon. Um, where else are we going? In India, Pakistan, Rwanda. In Rwanda. Yes, to Pastor Joseph in Rwanda. 
to Pastor Jerome in Haiti. So, you know, I just go over these. And to me, every time I read it, it's life. You know, I'm seeing more and more in it. It's not repetition. It's not rote. This is life. Now, verse 12, 16, 12. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them right now. You won't be able to understand them now until you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Until the Spirit of Truth comes, you, these things are just beyond. These are not understood with our mind. You're not going to intellectually understand these words. They come from the Spirit, and you'll only understand it with the Spirit. Now, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Okay. So, here now, the Holy Spirit is coming. It's the person, it's the spirit of truth, of reality, and he will guide you into all reality, into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak to you. Now, he's hearing from Jesus. Jesus is hearing from the Father. Jesus said, I only do that which the Father has told me to do. And we're the same. We are to do only that which the Father which tells us to do. Now, the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, will guide you into all truth, all reality. For he not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. He will prophesy. He'll tell you the future. He will glorify me, says Jesus, for he will take what is of mine and declare it to you. Now that word declare in Greek is to boldly prophesy or boldly speak out. So declare is not a whisper. A declare is, is a strength and that he will speak it out to you. All things that the Father has, says Jesus, are mine. And therefore I said that he will take what is a mine and he will manifest the other word for declare is manifested to you. The Holy Spirit, remember, is the manifestator. He will take what is of the nature of the Father that Jesus has administrated and manifested to you. This is real important, Shannon, to understand. And this also comes uh, from... First, First Corinthians, um, I believe it's a, a ten and eleven, in that. So uh, it, the Holy Spirit will manifest; He will make it real. 
nature of the Father. Look at God the Father is health. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord your health. Jesus carried that out 2,000 years ago, that by his stripes you have already been healed. That's already happened 2,000 years ago. It's history. And if you leave it there, that's all it will be is history. But you will be healed right now, today, by the manifestation of, of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will take what is of the nature of the Father, health, that Jesus carried out 2,000 years ago by his stripes, the blood, and now make it real to you this day. The Holy Spirit makes the past history real in your life now. You need deliverance. God the Father is the source of deliverance. He is Jehovah Nissi. He is your victory. Jesus carried that out 2,000 years ago. By his blood, he's defeated every power and principality. He made a show of them openly. He defeated the works of the devil. But again, that's all history 2,000 years ago. But you will be delivered now, today, through the works and the ministries of Shannon and his people and himself. You're delivered now by the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, look at without the Holy Spirit, there's no healing. Without the Holy Spirit, there's no deliverance. There's no freedom. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no salvation. Otherwise, you're just living in a 2,000-year-old religion. But everything is made new now by the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. These are deep thoughts. I like this. I like this. And that he will take what is of mine and declare it and manifest it to you. Make it real. Show it openly. And, you know, there's so much even right now going on. I want to know what is real in the political arena. I want to know what is false, what is fake, what is hype. I want to know what's real going on in Israel and in the nations around there and what the great intentions are. We have seen so much false, even politically, the past years with Iraq, with other nations and wars, oh, going all the way back to Vietnam and my era and such, and the, the different wars and things and all the political uh, persuasions. And turns out that it's over oil, it's over minerals, it's over rights, it's over monies, and that and people's lives have been been taken away for motives that we were just totally unaware of. So I want to be aware of what is going on right now in life and how God wants me, Miriam and I, to stand and act in the midst of it 
and for Shannon's programs and his people, his broadcastings, and that we want real, we want reality, we want truth to come forth. And, and all the, you know, and I, I know even as we've been watching YouTube and uh, some of the news there, we want truth to come forth. We want to know it and we want to be able to identify with it. Lord, we want to discern the gift of discerning, the spirit of discerning to see truth. And where does truth come from? Truth comes from the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. Set from the Father in Jesus' name. Well, let's just read a little bit more and we'll see then how God wants to move today. And a little while you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me, because I go to the Father. And some of his disciples said among themselves, what is this he says to us? A little while and you will see, not see me, and again a little while you will see me, because I go to the Father. And they said before, therefore this is what he says a little while. We do not know what he's saying. Now Jesus knew that desired to ask him and said to him, are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said a little while and you will see me and you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me? Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. I was talking about his crucifixion, but you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Ooh, there it is again, joy. Receive the joy of the Lord. And again, the joy of the Lord is not happenings. Jesus is not saying everything is going to be nice in your life today. And, that, and that's joy. No, that's happiness or happenings. The joy of the Lord, remember. And that Paul and Barnabas being whipped in prison. And that, and uh, and then chained up, beaten with rods, and starts to sing out hymns with joy. Even in the midst of persecution, you can walk in joy. How is that in the midst of hard times to be in? Because joy is of the spirit, not of this natural world. So even in the natural world, you can be undergoing persecution, Trials, temptations, Jesus said it will happen to all of us at all times like that. Not going to be a perfect world here. You're not living in utopia. This world has fallen and needs to be resurrected in Christ. But in the midst of whatever's going on in your life today, you can walk in joy. Even with an evil report of cancer and Medical stuff, it's a just it's an evil, but you can still don't fall into anxiety, don't fall into fear, stay in the joy and the peace of God. So most assuredly, I say to you that, that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful, but your joy will be your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman when she's in labor has sorrow because her hour has come, but as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish 
for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but you will see, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one can take from you. i got to underline that in my Bible so that I remember it. Um, let me underline this. Thank you. I do underline my Bible full of underlinings. I like that. And your joy, no one will take from you. Big statement. No one's going to take it from you. Regardless of what's going on in your life, you can remain in the joy of the Lord. And verse 24, 16, 24, I'll end with this today, Shannon, because here's the fourth witness. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. <clears throat> Ask that you may receive that your joy that comes from the Father may be full. You know, I guess Jesus is saying, <coughs> excuse me, good morning. I guess Jesus is kind of saying, hey guys, do you get the picture? Four times I'm telling you this in just a couple chapters. Wake up. Ask and you will receive that your joy will be full. You've asked nothing in my name. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, says Jesus. Ask anything, demand anything in my name. And that my joy will remain in you. Your joy will be full. Full. Amen. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And it's a command. These things I commanded you, that your joy will be full, that you will love one another, you will have peace and victory in your life. So I think, Shannon, and uh, I guess this is almost the third, uh, third or fourth time we're reading through uh, these heavenly prayer of Jesus uh, in our programs. And I think I'm beginning to get the idea. Are you getting the idea, guys? Jesus is saying, start to ask more from him. Ask in his name. Ask in faith, believing. If you don't ask in faith, believing, then it's, it undoes itself. It'll be naught. Nothing will happen. Ask in faith, believing, and knowing that you are a child of God. Jesus is doing an incredible thing in your life right now. Receive his joy. Receive his peace. Receive the angelic realm. Lord, I send the angels out today in Jesus' name to bring this joy and peace into all of their lives in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that your nature is health. Jesus carried it out 2,000 years ago, that by his stripes you have already been healed. And so we are asking in Jesus' name for the Holy Spirit to manifest that health into your life. Not just healing, and then get healing, and then you're going to be healing again and healing. No, you want to walk in the health of God. 
and even to an old age till you're satisfied with life. So, Lord, I just speak health today in Jesus' name by the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Lord, to everyone that is listening, Lord, I speak health, Father, to every heart condition, every kidney condition, Lord, every physiological condition, every crippling spirit, Lord, every neurological spirit, Father, I speak health to today, multiple sclerosis, muscular dystrophy, Lord, all forms of Parkinson's, Lord, yes. all forms, Father, of, of mental disease, of balance, in Jesus' name, to be healed, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for all of this, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak life today, and I thank you for the spirit of life in Christ Amen. that has made us free from the law of sin and death. You need deliverance today? Shannon and I agreed together, Lord, for your deliverance. God is the source. He is your victory. Jesus carried it out. Holy Spirit, Lord, I ask, Lord, I ask today, Holy Spirit, to manifest a deliverance, a change, a turnaround in people's lives, and then receive the joy of the Lord, receive the peace of the Lord, receive his victory, which Jesus did for you. Receive it then. Just, just lift your hands. It's not that complicated. Just lift your hands up. And that, thank you, Jesus. I receive your victory today in my life. Yes, Lord, yes. over every sickness, every disease, every torment, Lord, every situation, Lord, I put your victory onto my family, husband, wife, children, family around, friends, Lord, I put your victory, Father, in every area, work situation, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, Lord, you are not Jehovah the loser. <laughs> and that and then that means that I am not Lord a loser Lord I am not at loss I have victory in everything I put my hands to in Jesus name according to your will and purposes hallelujah thank hallelujah. you father amen. amen thank you father in Jesus precious name Amen. Okay, Shannon, we covered a lot of ground today. Great word today. What would you like to title this message for the archive? Oh, boy, again, it's the the high prayer of Jesus. And um, ask and you will receive. Okay, ask excellent. and you will receive. Amen. Excellent. Okay, you shall receive. Uh, I would like you to give out your contact information. How do people tell us about your ministry? Uh, how they can reach you? If anyone is free, and Shannon, I'm just looking at my calendar here. We're not on for next week, and we are coming into the last month of the year. So, Shannon, it was just January, February. Yes, uh, I tell you what, we got. 
Monday the 27th is open. However, that's the um, the day right after Thanksgiving weekend. I don't know if you'd be traveling. Uh, if you would like that date, let me know. You can look at your schedule and get back with me. I got that open. We are okay, shut down. Okay. We are shut down for the month of December, but we'll be picking back up January 1. Oh, then let me grab the 27th. Okay, let's put you down for that. You got it. Uh, the 27th, same time, 10 a.m. is yours. Okay, uh, 10 a.m. Shannon. And we will finish then just with what we were doing. Fantastic. And, we'll finish. and very good. Now, I've got a new schedule coming January 1. Uh, we're going to do one broadcast uh, during the day, a.m., 10 a.m. Eastern. And then I'm going to be back in the evenings from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. So we're bringing back the nighttime. Mm-hmm. So you can look at oh. your schedule, and you can, for January, if you'd like to keep the 10 a.m. Mondays, you can. Uh, just let me know. Or if you prefer an evening, we'll find you an evening slot. So just think about that and let me know. Okay. You know, this has been working for me well. Let I don't know listening audience-wise if it makes a difference. Let's do it. Um, but, the, yeah, this is working, and then it gives me the day. Okay. Um, Okay, sometimes when we were doing the night too late, 10 or 11, uh, I, I was half falling asleep. Why don't we keep you at Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern, starting January again? Okay, and so you schedule me out. Okay, fantastic. I'm making okay. a note right now. Okay, it's yours. Um, tell people, again, how they reach you, and what, what do you got going on there that they can be part of ministry during the week? Okay, uh, and then we have lots of different broadcasts. And uh, personal, we have a mentoring on Wednesday night. Uh, mentoring meaning it's much more personal. We'll take this message that I've been doing. Uh, and then on Wednesday nights, how are you applying that to your life? What are you struggling with? What difficulties do we have asking and receiving? So that's what we call it. And then also uh, everyone shares. We have other people teaching, even in Germany, Monday afternoon. Uh, we canceled today, though, but uh, our generally Monday afternoon, every Monday into Germany, I'll let different people. Last week, Maria shared from France. Uh, another fellow is going to be sharing from Germany. And then uh, Joseph from Rwanda. So we, everyone gets a chance. You know, uh, my motivation is to raise people up to be able to continue to take what I have and then to run with it in their own lives. And partly that's maybe our age, you know, and I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm in my 70s. And, uh, you know, I'm always looking, where is the baton? I'm looking for the young people now that are going to take over this generation. So, uh, oh, anyway, you, you can do that by contacting me. My email is roncohen47 at aol.com. R-O-N-C-O-H-E-N-4-7 at AOL.com. Um, my website is roncohen.org. And my phone, feel free to call if you need prayer. Just know I'm in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, my phone is 302-559-1766. Tres, zero, dos, cinco, cinco, nueve, uno, siete, seis, seis. 302-559-1766. I'll be glad to agree with you in prayer. We have to uh, join our family here in any way you'd like. Um, so what is that? 
And then again, every month we feed 200 children in Haiti. Uh, we still have a uh, several, well, we still have almost 100 children. I got to get the finances to this month yet, uh, $110 or so. We feed 200 children in Haiti. We've got 20 kids in school in Rwanda, 10 in Rwanda. We have children in Pakistan that we take care of. Uh, and then the different needs, and even now in Israel. So if you can help our ministry in any way, we take PayPal. PayPal is just to my email. Zelle is right to my email. And uh, Cash App is uh, Cash to Ron Cohen, 47. All the same, pretty much. If you want to do a credit card, just give me a call. And don't forget uh, Omega Man and Shannon's ministry to take care of him also at the same time. In Jesus' name. Brother Ron, uh, yes, I also ask you for an update. Uh, some months ago, you were going to uh, school for Spanish, I believe. How did that turn out for you? To oh, let's see, I'm, three, I'm three years into it. I'm still wow. doing it. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm asking, oh, I've got, got a, a woman that's going to personally tutor me a bit. Um, but I've been doing it online uh, for the past three years. And then I did it in uh, university. I did a short course there and went through that, graduated that. Uh, kind of, well, well, what am I doing with this? Where are you taking me? And that, that's fantastic. You know, we thought about living in Israel, but Israel's not Spanish, it's Hebrew. Um and Africa is not Spanish, it's mainly French. Well, you know, so, there's more you know, opportunities to use Spanish, I think, than any other language. You know, unless you want to move to China, then you, of course, could use Mandarin. But, I mean, there's so many, there's more countries, I guess, that speak uh, Spanish dialect than probably any other. Oh, and, uh, the whole Latin world. Oh, all yeah. All South America and such. You know. And they're all needy. And uh, Spanish is a very forgiving language. I really like it. I took French for years, oh. uh, many times in France. Me too. And French, for French is not forgiving. You know. And, 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 and I, I remember I was getting gas one time, and I just asked for it slightly incorrectly, and the guy, and the guy just walked away from me. And that uh, you, you got to be perfect. You know, unless and, uh, someone wants to forgive. To join the French Foreign Legion. I don't see any use for French because uh, I used it one time in 87 when I went to Haiti, Port-au-Prince. And, uh, you know, I took three years or so in school. What a waste. If only I'd taken Spanish because that's really what I uh, I needed, you know, for my time ahead. So I learned uh, street survival Spanish. It still, it still stays with me. But um, that's great. So the Spanish you're taking, uh, all the instruction is in Spanish? Spanish yeah, it all is. Yes, yes. Uh, have so, you looked at... Let's see what God has. I still love French. And that's the language that's kind of in me. Really? You know, that, you know I, I can think a bit in French. Well... I, I don't think in Spanish yet. God knows the French and, need to be saved over there. Um, they sure... Big time. And French is widely spoken. All of them, a lot of Africa speaks French. You know, you've got the Cote d'Ivoire and Cameroon and Congo... Um, well, millions speak French there. Um, what else? And then, of course, I lived in Israel, and I went to Hebrew school, and I went to Old Palm a bit. Um, now, what is one uh, of those languages you really got to stay up on? What is your I level? 
What's your level of Hebrew? Uh, are you from? Um, I, can, uh, you know, I can eat a knish, and uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's almost about it anymore. And that, and um, you know, I think once you're over in Israel and you're around it, it comes back. Yes. But I don't use it here. You know, I don't know. Maybe there's ten people around me that speak Hebrew in, in Wilmington. I didn't know if maybe you and Sister Miriam uh, speak Hebrew to each other sometimes. Um, yeah, she, she does. Yeah, she'll she'll speak it much more than I do. Uh, we eat it, and that. Um, That's amazing. Um, yeah. What else? I mean, you know, we do our Shabbat. If you want to do Hebrew in the states. And that you can just go to temple on Friday nights, Saturday mornings. And I used to do that for quite a while. I was part of a temple here. They didn't know I was a believer. But I would just go because it's all the services are in Hebrew. The Bible is in Hebrew. It's the Old Testament. That's great. And the songs and the music. And one of the things is you can learn many languages through music, through worship. You know, just find a song that you know. You know, our God is an awesome God. I remember singing that in Creole in Haiti. Uh, it's in French. It's in Spanish. Um, you know, so it's an easy way to learn a little bit of music is to, to find the things. And uh, I need to call her back. To the board. I'm going to have four calls so far. You know, uh, just to close it up, uh, I'm uh, preparing to learn Hebrew. And it's going to be a long haul, so I'm not putting any time constraints on it. But, you know, with the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, as bad as it was, one positive thing is it got a lot of ministries to upgrade and begin to stream their services on YouTube who had not been on social media before. And that's always a good thing, get more exposure. But in terms of distance learning, there was all types of instruction that opened up online. In fact, in, even here in Bali, for a mm-hmm. long time, many of the kids weren't even able to go to school, and they were having to uh, go online and learn, you know, like through Zoom and things. But sure. I found a service called Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. And mm-hmm. uh, they've got dozens of, um, let's say in the case of Hebrew, Hebrew speakers, native language speakers, who will give you one-on-one training. And then um, I went over to Hebrew University online this weekend, and they've got an online program for biblical Hebrew for people with no knowledge of Hebrew. And they they have some uh, correspondence programs. So um, with a combination of that and some some self-learning books, uh, I'm going to start my journey because uh, I would like, if the Lord tarries, I want to be able one day to be able to pull out the Leningrad or the Aleppo Codex and... uh, be able to read the original Hebrew, and if, if nothing you else, that was, called, that was called Udemy, U D E M Y. Oh yes, sir, U D E M Y. Think of it as an okay. Upwork, uh, but just for language. And uh, you know, you might have someone that will charge five dollars for a one-hour lesson. Uh, they have different rates, and um, mm. I saw some stuff that looked really good. You know, plus there's some online courses if you want to take them and be part of a class, and that's probably. Uh, you know, more organized, uh, just like sitting in a, in a classroom somewhere. But just depends on what your 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 schedule would permit. But you know, uh, I'm interested in starting this journey. Uh, I wonder when Jesus comes back. You know, Shannon, Shannon, I taught Hebrew here in Wilmington 
for several years, classes oh, of about 15 to 18 people. Oh. I could easily teach you to read Hebrew. That's Speaking exciting. is different, but you've got to be able to read the letters. You've got to be able right. to, to, to know the language to begin with. Right. Uh, and it's not difficult. You can do that in about two to three months. You know, this um, is exciting. What but, uh, could come from yeah, it? Something. Um, the challenge I saw with Duolingo Hebrew, um, you have to have a, uh, a Hebrew keyboard. Well, you can, you know how to do that. You can figure that one out. Um, you know, download a Hebrew keyboard. Uh, but you have to a little bit know the letters to begin with. Aleph, Bey, Gimel, Aleph, Hey. Sure. You know, right? Um, you got to just know what they look like and what they're saying. And that's the thing with some of these courses. They're almost assuming you have that. Oh, I'm um, listen, I'm going to be at uh, kindergarten level. I know nothing, but, uh, you know. Oh, uh, no, before that, <laughs> if you came from a Jewish household, by kindergarten I was already in Hebrew school. So uh, you definitely um, would have an advantage uh, being in being in Israel or being able to immerse yourself. I mean, look, as far as I know, there's not any Hebrews over here in Indonesia. There's not even any official line of communication between the government here in Israel. Uh, that's Indonesia's yeah. fault. But with distance learning, that opens all kinds of possibilities up. So yeah, all lines. I went I went to uh, to Opan in Israel. And then when I came back to the states, I did it online, and and it's so active that you can you can write, um, amazing, you know, on your screen you can write the letters out and such, and um, it's very live, so it's it's very advanced, very live. So yeah, go give that a try. You know, the, and my I can, final, I'll help you a little with your pronunciation. Oh, I know how to say shalom. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm in deliverance. I'm going to start speaking Hebrew once I get to that level and cast demons out in Hebrew. Give them a real shock. You know, uh, I'm thinking. You know, but I think I think they know Indonesian also. Oh, well, sure, sure. I'm thinking, though, <laughs> the, in the new millennial reign of Christ, uh, what language is Jesus going to speak? Wouldn't it be interesting if he, he speaks Hebrew? What did God speak to to Adam and Eve? Do you think he was speaking in Hebrew? He might have been speaking in tongues. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I think it's a good investment for the future. And uh, a friend of mine named Ross Collette, uh, he's in his early 80s. Mm-hmm. He worked with uh, A.E. A. Allen before he died, up, up until 1970. And uh, he said he was going to go learn Spanish. And I was thinking, that's kind of odd. And then I said, why is that odd? Listen, we should never stop learning. And you know what? Let's shoot for 120. So, you know, if it took you a couple years to use I agree it, with that. he I might have another 40 years. He could use it. You know, why not? Who said we got to stop learning? The heck with that. And, you know, I take piano lessons every week, and I take my Spanish. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm much older than you are, I think. Um, we we got we to gotta keep exercising our brain. Hey, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you all for coming on today. And um, if someone wants to email you, give that email address out. Yeah, roncohen47 at AOL.com. R-O-N-C-O-H-E-N-4-7 at AOL.com. Fantastic. Okay, and we'll see you next week, Shannon. See you next Monday. Do you want to close this in prayer, Sister Miriam? Yeah, okay. Sure. She's a little bit distant. Thanks here, Miriam. Lord, we know that 
not everybody is celebrating Thanksgiving, but we are, and every one of us should celebrate in our heart because we have a good God who has given us everything that we ever need if we'll look to Him and trust in Him and believe in Him. Most importantly, believe in Him who has sent His only Son to die for us that we might live in Him forever and ever. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Love you both. Thank you for coming on. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Okay. Bye-bye now. God bless.